Hey, how's it going? This is Josh from Books by Josh, and this is episode number 53 of the Books by Josh Audio Immersion. This episode is titled Back to Reading. So, let's get started. This is nothing like going back to school, but I started reading again. And I've been averaging about three to four books from cover to cover every week. It's a lot. I started, honestly, to <laughs> get caught up with my good read, reading challenge, which is 30 books. I'm already past 60% there. But also because Stephen King in his book on writing told me to read more. As a writer, I have to learn how to read. And I love reading. I just never found the time to do it. So I started again. And here's some things I found out. Number one, this is the most important thing and the only note I have for this podcast episode. And what's going to be the title, but it's bad editing. What do I mean? Editing is more important than writing the book. Because editing can make or break your book. If you don't know what I mean, just hear me out. Have you ever read something and there's a random word that doesn't go there? Or a word is misspelled and it throws you off? And it puts you off reading that because it just kicked you out of fantasy world. That's what I'm talking about. Reading these books, I've read books by people such as Gene Wilder, Les Brown, Stephen King, some Kindle authors, uh, New York Times bestsellers. All these authors, even Willie Nelson, these past couple of weeks. And certain books just... I can forgive a quotation mark missing. That's probably was missing one within the first 15 pages of his book that I'm reading. But there's words that are just don't have left for you. And it makes me think of when my book came out. I was missing a whole chapter when I published it online. Somehow they uploaded it. And it's honestly half-assed. <laughs> a lot of self-published authors, like I said, I did it. Don't fully edit their work and it it messes up the whole book. Sure, I'm not that great with grammar, but when your words don't match up and there's continuity issues in the book, it puts me off. Especially when I'm reading four or five hundred pages a day. It's not like I'm reading twenty pages a day. I'm reading four or five hundred pages a day to kill these books a book a day. When I'm actually reading in a week. And you're, when you're in fantasy or fiction, you're supposed to be transported to this world, you know? And it's supposed to make you forget your troubles. That's why I wrote about in my preface on my book. These books helped me, reading helped me when I was younger. And it put me into a different state of mind where I could forget my problems. But now, as I'm an adult reading, these books... I'm getting caught off guard by certain words that don't flow. And they're misspelled wrong badly. It's not every single word. But it makes me reread the paragraph or the whole chapter. Try and figure out why it was used. And I understand not everybody could hire other. I couldn't afford it with my first novel. I have in my phone right now a bookmark for some lady that does self-published editing for grammar and stuff. But... Honestly, if you have a physical copy of my book, Private the First Adventure at Jason Street, I apologize because it is horrible. I made all these errors and I sucked at editing 
in that my ebook is way better because you know what I did? I went through the physical book and fixed everything and did it over the ebook variant. And it just takes more time to refine the product. The thing is, these authors that I'm reading, mysteries, romance, all this crap, are just pumping out books after books after books. I don't know if they write them. I don't know if they have a ghostwriter. And they just pump out all these books and they're not edited really that well. And then Stephen, uh, another thing I learned about writing is how to gauge a person's writing. So what do I mean? Stephen King's on writing, he says, you could tell how good a writer is based on the length of the paragraphs in the book. Okay, when I'm reading a book, we're in first person like a romance book. It's going back and forth between two perspectives, but if a person is talking and no event happens while they're talking, why is the com- why is the dialogue broken into two different paragraphs when they shouldn't be? It's not like it flows into two paragraphs because it leaves the reader confused on how on who's talking. If it's two people talking and the main character gets two paragraphs back to back, you're like, wait, who's talking? Because normally it switches. He says, she says, she said, Bob said, you know, things like that. Because you're not going to say, main character one said, main character two replied, main character one retorted. No. You're just going to have it for a couple lines and then it's going to free flow. Like a normal conversation between you and your friends. And that's the thing. These paragraphs, they do flow. Some of these books got my attention. But I put down books at 50, 60% on Amazon Kindle, right? Because it's unbelievable, the dialogue and the paragraphs are short and it's not written well. It's not even about being edited, it's just the way the book is written. Mind you, my book, it's not a traditional type of book. It doesn't have a cliffhanger in the first chapter, all these plot elements that are going to be recalled later on in the book that fill loopholes because I'm a lazy writer. No, none of that. The book is a story. It might not grab your attention in the beginning, but if you sit through it, it's going to change the way you view your surroundings. You're going to be part of the story because I'm not trying to get your attention with one or two catchy lines or fancy plot holes. I want you to catch your eyes based on an amazing story that's going to gross you. Another thing I learned about reading is You can't judge a book by the reviews. (laughs) I pick up random books, biographies, everything, and read the reviews. And they say you can't judge a book by its cover, which is wrong because people judge a book by its cover to buy the book. But also the reviews on the book, since we live in the digital age, everyone's reviewing the book on Amazon, Goodreads, Kobo, Smashboard, iTunes, wherever you get your books, Google Play books. And... The reviews, of course, are biased because it's everybody's opinion. Everybody has a different opinion on the book. And I read these reviews about how amazing a book is written, this and that, or how amazing a book is, how believable. And I sit there and I read the book and I'm like, I can't go based on reviews. The only way to know if the book is good is to actually dive in myself. And the final thing I learned from reading a book, reading books like crazy again, other than how not to write, how I'll get my book to flow, stuff like that, 
and take things from other writers is the fact that the description on most of these books make no sense. <laughs> my description on my book says it's a modern take on the classic, like a Hardy Boys book. And I give some background on my character, Jason Streep. New York hot detective. He's taking on a case that might put his career in jeopardy. Things like that. Whereas, I'm reading these books and it's just talking from the person's point of view and then the other person, if it's like a rom-com, two people. Or I was looking at this other book that it actually talked about solving mysteries, blah, 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 in the bookstore. And then the second paragraph totally way off. How am I supposed to know if I want to read your book? The cover doesn't tell a story. It's not a story. I don't know what your book's about based on these covers. And you're just putting some dialogue in there. Give me some background on the book. That's what the back of a book is for. <laughs> when I go to a bookstore, I pick up a book and I read the back of the book for a summary of the book, a cliff notes, to know if I'm going to enjoy the book. Every time I pick up one of my old Hardy Boys books, it tells me, Frank and Joe are missing their friends. And now there's a smuggler running in town. Will they find their missing friends? Find out by reading the missing chums. You know? Something like that. And because we're in this new digital age, like I said, people are just pumping out books and books, and the quality is getting less and less. I can say that because my book, my first book, compared to this new book I'm writing, the quality is not there. If you look at the time it took me to write the first book compared to this book, you see a big difference. And that's all I'm saying. This entire episode was about reading and dealing with <laughs> people on Amazon, Kindle, on Google Play Books, things like that. And like I said, I'm just reading a lot. I read three biographies just last week. Rodney Dangerfield, Gene Wilder, and Willie Nelson. And I have an Arnold Schwarzenegger workout book coming in next week. So I'm reading way different things, and I'm enjoying it. So that's it for this episode of The Books by Josh, Audio Immersion. Completely off topic of everything else, but I've been reading so much, and this has been bothering the crap out of me. If you enjoyed it, thank you. If not, sorry, this isn't for you. And you'll hear me in the next one. See ya.